Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week I'm chatting with my buddy Bradley. Um, it's a two-parter and the next part will be released next week. Um, in this part, we, we don't really talk about anything in particular, as in we, we didn't sit down and think about, oh, we're going to stick to this kind of general subject or anything like that. We just kind of chatted for two hours about nothing in particular, really. Um, I mean, we spoke about relationships, um, getting at times we've got like really, really drunk, um, nudes and celebrities taking nudes allergies uh, women stealing our clothing uh stranger things tv series but we don't see any spoilers um as in and this is actually this is recorded before series two was out so this is actually talking about series one as well um the movie it uh, once again no spoilers and then we talk about a few horror movies as well and um, that's in part one so that's something to look forward to and in next week's episode, which is part two of this chat, we talk about a lot of things as well. We talk about um, whether or not we'd kill eight puppies or kill and eat our best friends. Uh, Roger the Kangaroo, racism, plum bumble crumbles. Um, it's it's a mixed bag. We talk about a lot of pretty funny and pretty strange stuff. But, you know, it was a great chat. Both, well, the entire thing was a great chat. So part one and two are fantastic. Um, it's not, as I said, it's not quite as... Um, centered around a specific subject like my other talks have been really and I've, i find it's quite a lot funnier uh, to be honest with you this is the time that i was, I was laughing the most while recording this uh, me and bradley were just having a right laugh it was fantastic so yeah don't forget to follow us on the usual social media platforms and i'll be back at the end welcome to genuine chit chat where we have honest conversations with interesting people and i'm your host mike burton Hey guys, this is Mike with Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people, and today's interesting person is my mate Bradley. How you doing? There you go. The most interesting hello ever. Right. Thanks. So, you know, today we just thought we'd have a chat, just, you know, why not? And there's not really anything uh, in particular that we thought about, was there? That we just, there's not a general subject, we just thought, waffle on, maybe we'll talk about waffles. Maybe yeah, we'll... just general gubbins general... that we usually talk I thought you were going to say general chit-chat, and I was going to go, hey, <laughs> you did it! But you didn't. No, not, not yet, just gubbins. Oh, just gubbins. So when it gets more when it gets more complex, it'll be proper chit-chat. Yeah, we'll, we'll escalate to, to chit-chat. So where's where's the line, then? Where's sort of the line between chit-chat and uh, you know, gubbins? <clears throat> well, I don't think there really is a line. Chit-chat is just basic chit-chat, but gubbins is just when you waffle on... <laughs> Waffle on about <laughs> random nonsense. Nonsense. Not nonsense. Non- nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Nonsense. What's wrong, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing right with it, but there's nothing wrong with it either. Okay. Okay, well, how about... Here's a question. Would you ever want to be immortal? Uh, I, I, I have actually thought about this, yeah. and I'd like to think that I wouldn't, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would, 100%. I've spoken to quite a few people about this, and there's... If we say, if we say you're immortal, okay, but if you somehow, you, you can't die, and you live till, like, say the earth, like, the end of the earth, like, you, say you've got a kill switch, you can choose when you want to die. Let's just say, so, for example, if you, I don't know, get, everyone finds out you're immortal, and then they put you in prison for, like, a thousand years, you could be like, nah, check it out of this, bro, instead of just being locked to the place, being like, well, this is me. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't sound too... Too appealing to me. Yeah. Well, if you could, if, if you could, so just there was like a, a kill switch in your mind where you could just stop yourself from being immortal, um, and or just kill yourself, like regardless. Then um, would you be immortal? Would you want to live forever? <clears throat> Again, it's see the the people people usually give me the question of if you were immortal, you'd have to watch all of your loved ones die, and could you handle that? 
And the horrible answer is, I think I could. Oh, I think if I it could. meant being immortal, it's, it's, it is a horrible thing to say, but I think I could. Yeah, I think I could handle that as well. Like, it, it, Obviously, I've already had a family member <clears> die, and it was horrendous, but it's like, if I was immortal, it, it would be... I don't know, it'd be more difficult, to, in, in a way, to just watch everyone you kind of love die. And it'd be quite difficult, because imagine being like your quote-unquote soulmate, you know, being like the person who is the one for sort of thing. Like, I, I believe everyone's got a, a different... I don't believe everyone's got one, the one. I believe there's many people who can be your... You think everyone's got two, the ones? Well, I think saying it like that is so confusing. But I just think there's a lot of people that a lot of people can get with. Do you know what I mean? Like, from if I said every person's got, I don't know, a hundred people they'll meet in their lives that they could have a long-lasting relationship with, that they could have a really long, meaningful relationship with. If you said something like that, and one of like when you're in a long-term relationship with someone, they can become your the one. Um, then it's like imagine imagine having your the one, and then watching them slowly die and deteriorate and whatnot, and then you have to find another one, and it's just like that would be quite painful. Yeah, I mean it would be hard, but I suppose in my shoes at the moment, I haven't had the one, so You've only I, had, I can't really. You've only had one, haven't you? If I had a one, you've only had one. You've been in one proper relationship. One, one serious long-term relationship. Yeah. yeah. Every other time has just been like not yeah. serious. But, yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, I suppose no. like even with the first relationship, it's so far gone now that I don't remember that much. So, mm. so yeah, I, I can't really put myself in the shoes of I wouldn't want to watch my my the one die because I don't really know how it would feel. Yeah, I mean, one of my biggest fears in the world is having, uh, having like a wife, and then that's the biggest fear. That's it. It's just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> just having, having a wife. wife. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, having a wife, and then having a kid, and either the wife died during childbirth, and the kid dies, or like my, one of my nightmares—not an actual nightmare, like I've dreamt about it—but I think about it all the time, and it's, it's silly because I'm 23 and single, so it's just like, it's just like <laughs> far away. Um, but it's like having a pregnant wife who gets killed by a drunk driver, like a car crash. I don't know why I think it's drunk driver. Maybe because it makes me more angry. You know, it's just it's like very specific. Mm. The, like that that scenario. Yeah, it is. But it's just that's what makes me think of because it's just like I don't think a person who's driving normally could do enough damage. Like I suppose you can on the motorway, you can get people who are just complete assholes. But I, I seem to find that drunk drivers are normally the ones that you know they're more so the ones who head on collisions. It seems you know they're the ones who drive like really erratically. Yeah, well, most drivers I know, because I don't personally drive, but most of the drivers I know live by the code that everyone on the road is a bad driver other yeah. than you. That's what pretty much everyone thinks. I, I don't think everyone in the, bad, in the world's a bad driver apart from me. I mean, I think I'm a pretty good driver, but I think most people I know are good drivers as well. I've, I've been in a car with you, Mike. How dare you? <laughs> well, yeah, you've been in many cars with me. In fact, you're in a car with me when you came over today. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a safe driver. I've been marked for being a granny driver before, just driving too slow. It's like, I drive at 30, in a 30. It's like... What do you? I sort of go up to like a little bit faster than that because you can't get. I don't think you can get done in the speed limit if you go. If you go up to thirty-four miles per hour, you're fine. But if you go past, if it's thirty-five or more, I think that's when it. Um, you can get the penalty for it. But it's like I don't drive like a granny. It's just half my friends drive about fifty in these sort of zones. It's like no, it's not. It's not <laughs> you're driving normally, and I'm a granny. It's like there is a line. You panic if you go thirty-one in a thirty zone. I have like a full-on panic attack until the until the vehicle slows down. Like, Screaming and swerving. Yeah. So even when I'm by myself. You know, I'm just driving and it goes a little bit too fast. Like, oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fine, yeah. Um, what, what are we talking about? The, the one and uh, immortality. Well, it's like, yeah, I'm always worried. I'm always worried about a lot of things. But it's like, yeah, just having a woman uh, and her being, you know, being that person that you're... You, you see relationships a lot of the time. Like, um, the, there's one which... Oh, I'd be curse me if I end up being wrong with this on recorded audio. But your sister and her partner, you know, I think... They're, yeah. uh, they're amazing and I, I see them together and it's just like and my brother weirdly enough as well my brother and see Catherine I just think, I've seen them together and I just like that's true 
that's kind of that's the one love sort of thing you know that's how I feel about it yeah I mean you, you do get people who's like like my sister and mm. your brother who, who find a partner and you, you can't really see them with anyone else and mm. when you see them together they, they act like they'll always be together so yeah there's like they obviously argue and stuff to a degree but there's there's never it just never feels like the arguments are like either malicious or vindictive or anything like that and it always just feels like they'll get through anything which yeah. well, hopefully they will would be lovely you know but it's like I haven't been in the relationship that's like that you know I've thought I've thought I have been that's the that's the problem is I've thought I've been in that relationship and then I haven't been um but yeah having the person that you know when you're with you're with them for x amount of time and you decide to have a kid with them and you obviously live with them and probably married and that sort of jazz and then it's like you know this is the biggest fear of you finally finding the perfect person and then them going and it's like if that happens and you have a kid then obviously it's still horrendous but you've kind of like at least i've got the kid but if they yeah. both die especially so young i mean imagine being in like going your wife's in labor okay and then literally what 24 hours later you've literally lost everything like that's yeah. my biggest fear especially because i'm so it sounds so fucking pretentious me saying it it's like so passionate i was just like when it comes to people i just get fixated on i kind of become not obsessive because that makes me sound like a crazy stalker but you know but, but you become obsessive <laughs> when i'm in a relationship i'm not like obsessive or like really controlling or anything like that well not anymore not anymore when i was younger i could be a bit no i i, I feel like i mean i've i've known you six years now yeah. around six years maybe more and I, when I see you in relationships, I don't think you're that kind of guy. You you just <clears throat> you focus a lot of your attention on on that person, mm. which which isn't a bad thing. It's a nice thing. You you become not devoted, but yeah, you know you you care a lot about that person, and you you put the time in for them. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the times I've I've um I've kind of clashed with with women in the past has been. Yeah, it's normally small things. They kind of look back on it now and it's a bit like, eh. but it's like, you know, they're doing something you don't really want them to do. And it's nothing like huge. It's just like a minor thing. Like if I use this as an example, this one hasn't happened to me that I can think of, but it's like, I don't know, uh, they never clean up after dinner or they never wash up. <laughs> or so, you know, just like something small, like, excuse me. It's like, if I, if I'm with someone and they don't clean up after dinner a few times, okay. But if they just never do it, it's not, a, it's all like a big thing. But it just, it's like, you kind of notice it. And then you may mention it once, and they're like, it's not a big deal, though. It's like, no, I know it's not. I don't want to make it a big deal. But it's something small, and I just thought I'd bring it up. And it's like, yeah, that kind of keeps happening. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> then it can <laughs> little, little things that escalate. Well, that stuff. happens. And then I get called a nag and all that sort of stuff. You are a nag. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I get called, like, a <laughs> nag and that sort of thing. And then I'm just like, no, you're just lazy. And there's this, and, this, and just goes on. And it's like, I wasn't necessarily being a nag. And they weren't necessarily being lazy. It's just like, kind of. I have to wind down on having things my way all the time, but there's also that that leniency of not. It's that line, isn't it, it between being controlling and being caring? Yeah. Because if you just distance yourself, you don't give a fuck. If you're like, okay, I'm gonna let my girlfriend eat shit, smoke fifty a day, drink herself into a coma, do all these drugs constantly, and not have a job, it's like, okay, if people are in a relationship and they're happy with the person being like that, that's completely fine. But for me, I, I can't. I, I don't. Even it shows though you care. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I've been with, obviously I've been with, how many relationships? I've been in four long-term relationships, I think. No, I think I've been in three long-term relationships and one like mid-term sort of thing. But it's like, I've only had one girlfriend uh, live with me and that's for about six months. No, I think it's about like six to nine months. And, um, you know, it was great and it was lovely, but it was when someone moves in with you, that's when you really find out if the relationship's going to last. Yeah, it's, it's a big step moving in and it's, mm. 
It can be a very bad idea to do it early on. Yeah, and that's kind of what we did, but obviously the circumstances, you know, were a bit different. But, yeah. you know, I don't regret it. It's, uh, it's really nice for most of it. It's a learning experience. Well, that's all it is. is that some people, uh, you know, with relationships and stuff, when you when you get broken up with, especially, obviously it hurts and it sucks. But it's kind of one of those things where you kind of learn from it and you kind of think, okay, what happened here uh, wrong? You know, what did I do wrong? Like, a lot of the time, when I, like, in relationships, I think... Yeah, I've either, when I've broken up with a woman, I've either always been the one to break up with them or it's been a mutual thing. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough at this time to have not been broken up with and have my heart broken or anything. But it's like, even when I've broken up with them and I've come out of it, and a lot of people, when they break up with people, they can think, okay, well, they were completely in the wrong. They were rubbish. I'm perfect. And then just be like, not think about it. But when I break up with someone and I'm not in a relationship anymore, I just spend like days weeks just thinking about all like everything about it and like oh man you know maybe if i hadn't done this she wouldn't have done that which meant i wouldn't have done this which meant she wouldn't have done that and then we wouldn't have had this argument and then that means that you know this wouldn't have happened and then it can be like almost like a ripple effect and it's like you kind of not try to look at it too much like that but it is that that degree of it yeah i mean self-reflective i don't think it's good to dwell on past relationships Mm. but but definitely take them as a learning experience yeah yeah it's one of the things like nothing a lot of people said about the first love sort of thing. It's like a lot of the time nothing can, nothing hurts as much as the first love for a lot of people because it's like with the first love, even if um, you're not the person to get broken up with, it's still there's that thing because like it's the first, first time you were like truly vulnerable with someone, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that can I be... mean, yeah, I, I can, I can happily say that my, uh, like we said earlier, I've had one long term relationship and th- there'll always be something in my mind that, you know that makes me think about that person yeah but it's not necessarily me pining for them or thinking we should get back together or anything like that it's just it, it's the same with anyone yeah yeah it does it is one of those things it's a weird one relationships isn't it it's kind of like especially when we become so much more liberal now because it, there's so many people now who've got friends of benefits or fuck buddies and that sort of thing and it's like when people it's, it's such a fine line now you know it's, it's a very common thing now well, it's the, quite the common, fuck buddy thing well, it's quite common for people to be fuck buddies and dating isn't it you know yeah, it yeah. does happen. You know, we know a couple of people. I won't name them, but we know a couple of people who've, who've done that sort of thing. And it's just like, you know, when you when you hang out with someone all the time and you watch movies with them and stuff, or you get drunk with them or whatever, and then you also have sex and then you sleep in the same bed and then you cuddle, you know, and then you wake up in the morning. It's like what's basically a relationship. It's the propinquity effect. Is that actually a word? Yeah, pro- uh, propinquity. It's basically. The baseline of it is the exposure to the same person makes you like them more. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the issue, because that's what you can have with online dating a little bit. You know, it can be those things where sometimes you can... It was like, uh, there was a girl who... We, we were never, like, proper official. I think you met her. Um, it was one before my last girlfriend who I met on online dating. Yeah, I won't, yeah, name, I won't yeah. name her or anything, because there's just no need. But um, <laughs> she's really cool, and, uh, you know, we, we got on quite well. But it was like, I think we were dating... About six to eight weeks or something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't very long, and it was never. That, it was never serious, you know. But it was like, um, it, it didn't work out. She ended up. She said, it, you know, it didn't really click. And to be honest, that towards at the end of that time, I was thinking the same thing. I remember saying to you, I was like, I'm not really sure if this yeah. is going anywhere. But it, it, it was hard to tell because you know, I spent these however many weeks with her, and we hung out, and we had loads in common, and we had loads of fun, and it was like, you know, watching movies and yeah, going out and stuff like that, and it, and it was it was loads of fun, and it's just like, it's hard. It's hard to gauge whether or not that's just friend fun or relationship fun. And when you start, we never got physical um, in in that regard. And it's like, if you do get physical, it becomes so much more complicated and so so hard to like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what we were talking about a minute ago about 
being exposed to the same person a lot makes you like them more. Mm. At the same time, you can, you know, if you're exposed to the person too much, mm. it can have the opposite effect. Mm, and yeah. as nasty as it is to say, you get bored of their company. That can happen. That's what happens a lot of times. People, when people move in too quickly, what can often happen is they either it's, it's kind of one of three things either they get in each other's hair and they can't really quite handle it that happens a lot of the time when there's two people who haven't lived away from, like often when there's young couples who move out together that can just happen because you're not used to living away from parents yeah, and well, stuff you're in close proximity with each other and you, mm. you kind of learn things about each other you didn't know yeah but because you're in the same place and you learn so many things about them in such a short period of time mm. and there's no getting away from them either because you oh, live yeah. together that's the, that's the problem yeah because you're in a relationship and you have an argument with someone and you like, you know, if you have one of those really horrible heated arguments where you're sharing and swearing at each other or whatever, which I don't think I've really had many, unfortunately, but obviously people have Except with Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero and me have, a, <laughs> an, have an abusive relationship, as in I abuse Guitar Hero controllers. Many moons ago. Many moons ago. I couldn't do something while I was just slamming on the floor like a fucking infant. Why did you <laughs> hang out with me when I was doing shit like that? I don't know why I hang out with you now, Mike. Thank you. I love you too, bro. Now, while we're on air, we've got to say, with, um, you know, with TJ saying about um, who you love more, I mean her. Yeah, I, I heard <laughs> this. Apparently you were you were kind of arguing over me, but I don't know why. Well, it was just, uh, you got mentioned briefly. For, oh, it was when we were I talking about... We talked her... about my ripped abs. No. Um, <laughs> we were talking about, I think your we were talking about her travelling and stuff, and then um, you go to Italy with her. It was Italy, wasn't it? No, we went to Greece. Greece, okay, that yeah. was it. Yeah, I'm getting my wires crossed. She did go to Italy. She said she'd been to Italy loads of times. That's why I'm getting my wires crossed. But, um, yeah, her saying she went to you with Italy and stuff. And then we, we spoke about it briefly. God dang it. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I'm not, Greece, uh, Mike. Greece. I know. I know Greece. Let's say it together. Greece. Greece. There we, there we go. go. Okay, everything's all right. I can say Greece. I almost said it again. I almost said Italy. <laughs> so we went to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and um, we, we spoke about that briefly. And then I think one of us said to the other one and said, oh, Bradley loves me more. And then we just joked oh, about God. it. And I, was, I said to him, I said to him, I said to her about saying to you, I was like, um, you have to make sure that you listen to the podcast um, so you can hear the little the little quarrel. Because it's quite funny because she messaged you, didn't she? And spoke about it. So it's like both of <clears> us <throat> have mentioned it to each when we're with each other and then we're both away from each other near you and we both still say it to you. No, well, yeah, we, 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 were just, we were just having a general conversation and... Uh, and yeah, she just mentioned, I, I can't remember what I said to her, but it was something about my undying love for her or something. I want to clarify that TJ, myself and Bradley are all single and none of us are involved. Well, me and Bradley are involved with each other, but that's not relevant right now. Only twice. <laughs> that's far. <laughs> Why you've been awake? Yeah. I'm, I'm here now, Mike. So That's it. That's the podcast. Yeah. The podcast aphrodisiac. Yeah. <laughs> after, after you've had like a metal robot penis in your face for like two hours and looking at me across the room, you just want it. That's what happens. I don't think people appreciate the sound of two chubby guys going out. They don't need to listen. We could. We could do it on the sofa right there, you know. Just have our, our sweaty chest hair kind of, you know, uh, knotting together. Yeah, okay, Mike. Enough of that. <laughs> you put a pillow down on your crotch. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want you to see me visibly excited. Oh, God. I'm getting, this. I'm getting a bit flustered myself, actually. Um, Woo! <laughs> Woo! Um, anyway, <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you who you love more of, me and TJ, because I know it's me. I have an answer. You do, but if you say the wrong answer, then this podcast is over. I'll, <laughs> I think I'll, t- I'll tell you at the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Disappointment. Disappointment. 
I think maybe what it is is that you and TJ actually love me more than you love each other, and you just don't want to come to terms with that. No, that's that's one hundred percent not true. Oh, okay, well, thank you. I appreciate that, bro. I'm sorry, but it's not true. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. You know, you being one of my best friends. It's like nah. Well, especially as female, I guess. You know, maybe if I if I got like a uh, surgery, would you then? No, I'd probably what, find you repulsive. What if I became? I'm like, joking. I'm joking. <laughs> what, what if I became like a really like? I'm trying to think. Who's who's like your number one like celebrities? My number one celebrity. Oh, this is a hard. We've we've spoken about this so many times. That's because we're misogynistic pieces of shit, men. <laughs> no, and even talking about women. No, being attractive it, no, is not like disgusting. that. Everyone, everyone yeah, talks about I'm it. Like, I'm joking. I'm joking to the, the, the uh, more liberal viewers. It's really hard because I mean, for a long time, it was Scarlett Johansson for me. Yeah, that was one of mine as well for a very long time. And I've always had a thing for Jessica Alba as well. I think everyone's got a thing for Jessica <laughs> Alba. <laughs> She's and gorgeous. I mean. I mean, Brad Pitt is, is kind of... To be honest, well, he is a very attractive man as well, but obviously I want to clarify that I'm not gay, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're not. And neither of us are bi either, but... Um, most of the women I know seem to be bi, but irrelevant. Um, <coughs> I, just, <laughs> I digress. I di- but I digress. Dot, dot, dot. Next paragraph. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of mine now, because it was like... Yours was Scarlett Johansson for a long time. Scarlett Johansson's kind of like wife. She's not the one I want to marry. And it's like, if I just had, like, a fling with one person, <clears throat> it'd probably be someone like Kelly Brook. Oh, man, Jessica Negri. Oh, no, Jessica Negri. She'd be... She'd Jessica Negri is Yeah, Jessica Negri is my number one. I don't know about... Mar- I probably would be... To be honest, marriage and... Are you going to say Marilyn Manson? Well, I'd say Marilyn Monroe <laughs> if I was going to go to that road, mate. You know, if, uh, she's gorgeous as well, but obviously she's dead, and that was maybe a long time ago she was alive. Um, but no, it's like, yeah, I say Jessica <clears throat> Negri. She'd be my number one marry and number one... Which I don't know about number one marry... Scarlett Johansson, her personality seems pretty stellar, and she's like got that music career. If no one's ever heard of Scarlett Johansson's sing, she's really good. She's got this album with a guy called Pete Yorn, and there's a song called Relator, and it's on YouTube. And there's another song called Clean that's really good. And the whole album's just about a relationship, and I think each song is like the stages of a relationship. And the first song, just Relator, it's their single. It's probably the best song on the album, and it's just really cool. I think I've shown you that before, haven't I? The, the Relator song. Yeah, you should. A while ago. I yeah, I, I don't listen to her now. Yeah, but she's a really good singer. And she seems... She's like, all the things I've seen her say about speaking about activism and stuff, she seems like a really cool person. And I did kind of fall in love with her for a while. Kind of... I got fixated. Was, there you go. Yeah, it was I a did. very unhealthy obsession. I wouldn't say it was an obsession. You know, I, I was never... I've never been one with uh, celebrities or anything. It's going to be a bit too much detail for some viewers. I've never been one of the ones to look at pictures of them and touch myself or anything. I've, with celebrities, even when I was like almost in love with Scarlett Johansson, I was never like that. It was never. It sounds weird, but with even with talking like Kelly Brook and things like that, it's just if they're famous or celebrity or anything like that, I've just never. No, I've I've not either. Not really. Yeah. <clears throat> with, with Scarlett Johansson, it was just she's absolutely stunning, gorgeous, and she's awesome. And so I was just like, well, I'd marry her if I could. And then her nudes got re- leaked, and I was like. Huh. <laughs> fair, fair that's enough. cool <laughs> that's cool I definitely didn't look at them though because that would be awful just like Jennifer Lawrence I would never ever look at any celebrity nudes that's, that's a horrendous thing to do it's funny because it actually is but it's almost like everyone else has kind of yeah, done it it's like it's... everyone else has done it if everyone else is talking about you know Jennifer Lawrence's asshole it's like well, I've got to see it haven't I like, everyone else has seen it but I, I saw them but I didn't look at them because I was like oh it's the cool thing to do everyone else is doing it My... I, I looked at them because it's it's just interest it's yeah it's curiosity yeah. everyone's going to do it oh yeah well it's like even and it's not like I looked at them and then started touching myself yeah well exactly I, I never faps or any of that sort of jazz but it's, I didn't look for a huge amount of separate nudes I saw I saw Scarlett Johansson's uh, Hayley Williams but she posted a topless picture on Twitter um, and then 
It was Jennifer Lawrence as well. But it was partially because everyone, like, not just the media, but also, like, South Park, they spoke about Jennifer Lawrence. And, like, like Cartman saying, yeah. have you seen that chick from the Hunger Games asshole? I think me, I think it was me, Kieran, and Reese or something, we were watching it, and we were like, Jennifer Lawrence's asshole. I was like, <laughs> and you was, immediately went online. Well, no, because me and Reese and Kieran were talking about, and me and Reese had seen, we hadn't gone and sought them out, but obviously you go on the internet on Reddit or anything like that, and um, you go on certain websites, and it's just, like, celebrities will appear. Um, and it's like, we, we'd seen a couple of the ones with her, just her, her breasts and stuff, but that was about it. And then we heard about that, and then I think Kieran was like, have you not seen that picture then? And I, we were like, what? What are you talking about? And you saw the picture, and it's just like, fucking hell. You know that one where it's got um, her bent over, and there's a guy with his two fingers in her? Have you not seen that I, one? I, I may have, but I don't recall specific pictures. I just, I just remember seeing it, because it was so weird to me. I've got no problem with anyone taking nudes of anything, or... I don't care what people do in their free time. I'm not hurting anyone that doesn't want to be hurt. You know, I don't really care. But it's just like that picture was not flattering. Like if you get like I've in the past, I've had uh, women send me I don't know saucy pictures. I'd say, but it's saucy like saucy pictures. Saucy pictures. I sound like I'm from the bloody seventies, don't I? Or something. I don't <laughs> know. I sound like a prude. Um, you know, send me pictures of mainly their breasts, and it's like I'm much more with that sort of thing. I'm much more about the provocative nature of things. So I really like hand bras. Hand bras are just my favourite thing in the world. I, I literally, I love them so much. It's just like, if a woman sends me a picture of them, where they've, you know, obviously, because if they take the picture themselves, I'd hope not someone else had taken the picture. <laughs> then they've only got one hand free, so they put their one arm across both breasts. Yeah, yeah I, I, know, I know what you mean. Love that. It's, or if they're like laying down on the bed and you can't see their nipples. I just like provocative pictures. Whereas when it's just like, you know, legs apart, tits out, here's a picture. It's like, so fair enough, but I'd rather I'd rather be teased with with photos like that. I hope you're all taking notes. Mike <laughs> likes hand bras and no vag. <laughs> hand bras and no vag. That's the that's the new logo uh, slogan rather for genuine chit chat. Genuine chit chat. All hand, hand bras, bras, no vag. Man, but it's like um, the, the only reason I say that is because with I think Jennifer Lawrence when she mentioned the reason the pictures were so a lot of them were so saucy was because like. You know, she said, "Oh, lo- when you're an actor, obviously long distance quite a lot. You kind of, in a sense, need these pictures, uh, kind of get, get yourselves going." And I, I understand that. Um, as I do understand it. I just personally, I wouldn't take a picture of my girlfriend's bent over with two fingers in her vagina and her asshole right there and take a picture of it. Like, but that isn't <laughs> like I'm Jennifer Lawrence, is an incredibly attractive woman. I find it incredibly attractive. But that pose isn't that attractive just seeing an asshole and two fingers in the thing it's like even if that was me with a girlfriend that's not you know what i mean it's kind of when but yeah, no, i suppose I... It's, i'm not much of a voyeur though there's a, there's people who like taking you know uh taking videos of themselves fucking yeah i don't get that i why would i want to see me fucking <clears throat> i'm like when a woman sleeps with me i'm like she's clearly made an error i'm not an attractive dude it's like i don't think when them record it and document it and see me Having sex with someone who's clearly much more attractive than me, that's gross. <laughs> Why would I want to see that? I want to see my gross sweatiness all over them. And, ugh, God. Although I do have a story kind of like that. Go on. When I was with an ex-girlfriend, uh, she had, you know those, you know when you have a wardrobe built into your bedroom and it's yeah. just all mirrors, so <laughs> an entire wall is mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember one, well, not one day, it was a couple of times that, I mean we were having sex and obviously I, I would see movement in the corner of my eye and look yeah look over and I'd, I'd see us having sex in the mirror and it's really hard not to keep looking at the mirror when you're having sex because 
Well, because it's there. I know. It's kind of like it's hard to concentrate. I, I can imagine if I I have been I have sat with women and in, in the mirror. Fortunately, I'm normally lucky enough. I would say it's, it's premeditated. It's definitely not. It's not what the sex is involved. My brain just into the bush. But um, I have had times where I've been in the mirror and I can see a bit of movement. And it's like, like my, my I can see like the corner of my leg or something. Just the yeah. angle, and I can see a little bit of movement. I keep looking over there because I keep. It's just instinct, isn't it? You're just like yeah. If there's movement, you're you're gonna watch it, mm. and then. And something like that, if you notice something like that, you can't just look away and ignore it. Mm. Well, it's like if, if, if you're on the street and someone's look a naked old man, you, you, you look first and then your brain goes, wait, what? And then you see something which you probably don't want to see. Have you just compared my body to a naked old man? No, I'm just saying that as a thing that I imagine, I'm trying to think of something that most people really wouldn't want to see. Like an old man, you know when your balls start drooping? Like women's breasts droop when they get older, but men's balls apparently sag really low. Like knees, or ankles. Was <laughs> oh, he joking for those who don't know? Um... But I just a naked old man just kind of thought, you know, a, a naked man, old man running through the city. You know, I imagine no one really wants to see that. Like, if I just said a woman running, and a lot of people would be like, yeah, but I'd love to see a woman running naked. So probably, it depends how attractive she was. I want to say an unattractive woman. I just thought, <laughs> you know, an old dude. Um, <clears throat> it's like all oh, car crash syndrome. You know, you drive past an a, a accident or something, or you're in the car where someone drives oh, past Oh, God, it. yeah, everyone does. The thing is, I like looking at that sort of thing. I think it's interesting. I don't want to see someone. <laughs> you one think day. it's interesting to see a car crash? <laughs> Well, that, that I sounds, think you need to rephrase that. That sounds sadistic. I mean, like, it, it's kind of like, because I haven't been in a proper car crash, thank God, um, when you see a car just crumpled like that, it's just so different. You don't see them like that very often, do you know what I mean? I guess so. You see, like, think about how many cars you see a day. Like, hundreds of... It lives in Southampton, it's got to be thousands and thousands of cars you see without even really thinking about how many you see. But how many of them are, like, their windows are broken or the whole front of them is, like, condensed? Or <clears throat> There's one I saw, which this is... This is kind of gross, but it, it was... It was it took a weird, it took a while to kind of process where there was the a window had a hole out of it and there was blood around the the hole because obviously someone Ooh, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I know or what you're gonna say. Yeah. And flew out the windscreen. Ooh. And that's brutal. But when I saw that, I was just like, "Fuck!" You know, you just don't see cars when they're all crumpled and mangled and stuff. I was seeing objects destroyed as fuck. Do you know what I mean like like if I like a real man. <laughs> well, it's like you know buildings collapsing. Have you ever seen videos of like demolitions and stuff like that on yeah. YouTube? So yeah. I haven't gone out and sorted it. I've, I've watched a couple, but it's just it's quite cool. It's, it's just that part of you that likes to destroy. It's like a caveman. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Neanderthal. Sm- smash it. Smash it. Break everything. <laughs> Break. Do you ever do that thing when you were a kid where you just broke stuff? I, I do that now. <laughs> do you know, one thing that's bad for me is um, bottle caps. Bottle caps? Not, not as in, like, a glass bottle where you have to use a bottle opener yeah. to get the cap off. I mean, like... Like uh, an Oasis bottle where you have the plastic cap that okay. you twist off. Um, I have to chew them. <laughs> it, it's a really weird thing. I think it's just some sort of oral fixation I have because I'm a smoker and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But but I have this sudden urge where I'll finish a drink from a bottle yeah. and then I'll look at the cap and I'll be like, I have to chew that. And I'll sit and chew a cap for a good like 10 minutes and I, then just chuck it away. Well, I used to do that with, you know the bit of the cap when you twist it and you get the, the ring that's left. So you get the cap and then on the bottle still there's that plastic ring. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Take, I used to take them out and chew them for, oh, it must be years. Cause I used, I used to, to do that too. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, it's really weird though. It's, it's a weird habit. It is a weird habit. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was gross. Um, it is a weird habit. You're right. Mmm. Tasty. Mm. Tastes you the taste bur- burger. I was going to say it tastes the burgers <laughs> we just ate. Um. Yeah, well, it's like, um, what are we talking about? Before Chewing bottle caps. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> what else would we be talking about? Oh, exactly, you know that's the thing. That's the best. Top. That's the that's the most interesting conversation we've ever had on this podcast, and ever will. It's just nothing can top that. Well, it's like um, I used to, you know, I used to bite my fingernails. I used to 
was it basically you'd bite my fingernails all the fucking time. I hate that. Yeah. Well, I it's stopped doing that in college. One of the worst things. I, 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 I've tried it. I have, I have really <laughs> bad. It a go. No, I have really bad oral fixation, and I like to mm. chew things. But fingernails is something I can't chew. It's, it's gross, yeah. man. How can you? Oh, it's awful. Well, now it is because well, the thing is, your fingernails are so strong now. But when you're, if you do it from when you're younger, your fingernails are also soft. So you, you essentially rip, rip them off and just chewing up really, really thin, weak plastic almost. It's, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not the same. It's a fingernail. Yeah, it's gross, but it's like, well, it's your own fingernail. It's not, you're not going to no, chew someone else's. I never, no, chewed, no, no. I never chewed anyone else's fingernails. I, I like don't that. mean it's gross. I'm not saying it's gross. It's just a horrible feeling to chew. Well, yeah, but it's, it becomes a habit. I mean, smoking cigarettes. Like, obviously, I smoke as well, but it's like... Yeah, but smoking feels nice. Yeah, I did, get a nicotine hit. Yeah, but to the, begin with, when you first start smoking, it's just hot. It's just like smoke and fire down your throat. Yeah, it? but you don't wean yourself onto chewing fingernails. <laughs> You don't know me. You don't know my life. It's not. I didn't really wean myself onto smoking either. I did it because it was cool, and how, then tell, I got tell addicted. Tell the folks at home how old you were when you started smoking. Uh, I was eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we'll go down that road. <laughs> no, I, what was I? I was eleven, twelve, and that was actually to fit in, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, loads of also, people. You, like, it's like 10 or 11, so it's not like you the, can blame. The cool kids at my school smoked. And, and you went thought... to a rough school, didn't you? <clears throat> it, no, it wasn't rough. I More downtrodden sort of area sort of thing? Yeah, kind of. See, it was people from rough areas that came to our school because it was the closest school to them. Yeah. And then we merged with another school that was a rougher school. Yeah. But it wasn't too bad. Because like, we merged when I went into year 10. Hmm. And then it kind of it kind of picked up from there. It got better as we merged with the rougher kids, which <laughs> which is weird to say. But yeah, it, I mean, there, there were a lot of fights and stuff in my school. But oh, there's a lot of fights in every school, I think. I think the reason it was so bad is because our school was rivals with this other school. Oh, okay. And then we merged. Hmm. But then all the rivalry kind of went away because it was that stupid kid thing of, oh, you're from that other school, we're going to beat you up. But when you become the same school, you can't really go, oh, you're from the same school, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get a lot of those people, don't you, where... Um... Uh, they're very tribal, you, you know, where it's like football teams and countries and cities. How many people in Southampton, because that's, that's where we live, how many people in Southampton hate people from Portsmouth? Yeah. I just want to say, here, right, I just want to clarify, just right, this is on record. If anyone hates anyone from Portsmouth because you live in Southampton, you're a cunt. Is it? Is it? Because there is... Fuck, no, you just call me? <laughs> there's no reason that you can ever hate someone for... Right, first of all, if you're born and you live in a city, right, me, I can't really imagine I'll move out of Southampton. Maybe I'll move the nearer, like, in the local area, maybe to Bournemouth or something, but I can't I can't really ever see myself living out of Southampton because literally everyone I know and like is in Southampton bar maybe, like, three people. You know, Alex Hart just moved to Wales. My friend Laura's... Well, you know, Laura is in um, Scotland, you know, and then, you know, I can't really think of anyone else who comes to mind. Maybe You're going to f- lose me soon. Oh, good. <clears throat> I'm moving to Japan, dude. Oh, yeah, because you're a weeaboo, aren't you? I'm not a weeaboo. Um, it's a very offensive term. I prefer otaku. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just a name that you give to people who like anime and shit. Okay, fair enough. Uh, it sounds too cool, though. Weeaboo sounds a lot more lame. I'm... Shut up. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like... <clears throat> it's like... Uh... What are you talking about? I don't know. Gubbins. Oh, not Gubbins again. We were talking about something quite good, and it's completely gone, and people listening to us now are like, how are these you guys talking? Talk- you were talking about living in Southampton and how you won't leave. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I was it's just a good say, thing I remember. It's a good thing you remember. That's the thing. <laughs> I haven't even had a drink today or anything. It's not like I'm, I'm doing like a drunk podcast or anything ridiculous. I'm dead sober. I'm smashed. <laughs> I'm about to take a piss in your plant pot. 
I don't do that. That took a long time to grow those plants. <laughs> well, it depends. If you're gonna don't piss in the aloe vera. If you're gonna piss piss in the other one, don't piss in the aloe vera. I'll one. piss in the rhododendrons. I don't have any rhododendrons. I don't know what a rhododendron is. I might have them. <laughs> they might be in the garden. Who knows? It's a flower. I know it's a flower of some sort. I don't know what. I'm not an expert on flowers. I know about the flowers you can buy for women because I just when I date someone, it's like, what's your favorite flower? And then they tell me, and that's the only flower I ever buy them. It's always lilies. It is lilies. It's quite... Always lilies. No, I tell you what. There was the daffodils. One of them really liked daffodils. My mum really likes lilies. Two of my exes really like lilies. Um, I think one did one girl I date like tulips, maybe. Yeah, I think one girl I liked uh, uh, date I dated like tulips, and then two like daffodils and two like lilies. But I don't really know much of flowers. They, they just bore me. I don't I don't get flowers. I know nothing about flowers. I just I just know that they cost a lot of money to buy. It's like hmm, hey, it's a Valentine's Day. Do you wanna you know do you wanna buy your girlfriend stuff because you feel like you have to because the world makes you? So okay, what do I have to do? You buy some flowers. Okay, how much are they? Twenty quid. So, what? Only on Valentine's Day though. What you should do is buy some flowers and freeze them, <laughs> and then you can thaw them out on Valentine's Day. Isn't it? Wouldn't it be better just to buy fake flowers? Then it'll just last the whole year and they look cool. Yeah, but th- then it's fake flowers, isn't it? Yeah, people get funny about that. I don't know why. I don't like normal flowers, but then I have hay fever, so I buy a woman. Yes, the same. So I buy a woman flowers. It's like, oh, how sweet! They put it in their room. It's like great. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> exactly. It's like you know you sleep in their room and they've got their flowers, you know, on their windowsill or something, and the wind's coming in and blowing the pollen all over you, and it's like. You've basically given yourself a handicap for the night. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, well, if I want to sleep with her, I'm going to be asthmatic slightly. So, <laughs> as well as my over overwhelming unfitness as it is and lack of stamina, it's just <clears> like, <throat> you know, that's just going to... I don't need those sorts of odds against me. It turns on when you wheeze I love you to her. <laughs> I think I probably have wheezed I love you before. I've, I've, I've been pretty bad in the past with hay fever and stuff. Yeah, you get... I mean, I, I get pretty bad hay fever, but you're something else. I've seen you at your worst with hay fever. It's, yeah. it's a sight to behold. It's some it's some sort of next level thing when your entire body can handle... Like, I lived in this house with, obviously, when Callum and Reese both got the flu twice in the space of a month. They got the flu, lost the flu, then got the flu again. I was living in the house with them. I think I was sharing cigarettes with them at one point for some stupid reason. I was smoking... You know, we were smoking in the garden and whatnot, and it was just like, without even thinking, um, you know, they passed me the cigarette and I smoked, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I'm going to get really ill, and I didn't. So, managed to um, not get ill from sharing cigarettes with two guys who had the flu, and then I'm, my body is like, um, the thing that kills it is literally two of the most natural things on the planet, grass and tree pollen. And, and I went, I got tested, didn't I? I went to the hospital, and uh, they did the, the allergy tests and stuff, see what I was allergic to, and it's like, yeah, grass and tree pollen. It's like, oh, good. It's not like they're fucking everywhere. It's not like there's grass every fucking city in the UK, is there? It's like, oh, yeah, not trees. Yeah, those things that are really helpful towards oxygen. Yeah, you know those things. Yeah, and you know forests. Yeah, you can't go near them. So, oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I'm now taking sleeping pills that are curing my hay fever, which is really weird. Sleeping pills? Well, they're called Somonex. They're, um, they're meant to be... I think you meant to take one in the morning, one in the evening, and they're meant to regulate your sleeping a lot more to make you sleep better. I haven't really found a difference in, in my sleeping, if I'm being honest. But um, they one of the like, side effects is that they're antihistamine. And for people who... Because I had a 180 milligram antihistamine called uh, fexafenidine or fexafenidine or something. That's not a real thing. How do you? I think it's fexafenidine, I think it's called. And it's, left, 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 left. I think it's like 180 milligrams. And the ones you buy in the shop's like 10 or 20 milligrams. And um, so it's as strong as you can get. And I was having... I think it's the second strongest you can get, thinking about it. But um, I was having them and, and they just stopped working. So I said to the doctor, can I have something stronger? And he was like... In the surgery, in this uh, pharmacy, we don't have anything stronger. I was like, okay, what can I do then? He was like, well, I can prescribe you these sleeping pills, pretty much, but they kind of work as an, as an antihistamine sometimes, or 
That's about it. <laughs> All right, good. Are you sure this was a licensed doctor? He, they were the doc. They're the good doctor surgery. The doctor surgery I was before. I was, they would give me a hundred. I think it's 120 milligram uh, fexofenadine. His name was Shady Dave. <laughs> Down the cop. And I said to, you know, in my last doctor's surgery, this was years ago, I was like, I need something stronger. And they're like, okay, how about you write a diary for two months about every day that you experience worse hay fever, and then we'll figure it out. And I was like, I have bad hay fever every single day. The pills <laughs> do not work. It's the same for me if I take these pills or if I do not take these pills. I need something stronger. No. So, okay, fuck you then. I just changed surgery, said that to them. They got me a dermatology appointment locally. They got me a hospital appointment for my allergies. Increased my um, um, allergies. <clears throat> The strength of my antihistamines because I said so and I was like, I know they're wrong. And they're like, okay, we'll give this to you for a month, see how you feel at the end of the month. It was way better. Like, okay, and that's what I had for ages. And it's just like, and even now it's like, yeah, they don't work anymore because uh, I think uh, Catherine, my sister, she um, she used to take fexofenadine and so did my niece Leah and they, they had the same thing after a certain amount of time. It just stopped working. And I think Catherine's on something similar to Somonex. It's, it's like, it's like another, the, the reason I was more okay with it when they got, when he said it on the phone because I, I called up the surgery. Um, the reason I was more okay with it was because Catherine had said, well, fexofenadine doesn't work anymore for me or anything. I'm now on these things that are basically sleeping pills, but they somehow work. So she told me about that. I told her the doctor. I was like, okay. It's weird. It's, they work. I, I remember when I got them, um, I was suffering quite badly. It was, it was a few months ago uh, when I first got them. And I was suffering quite badly. And then I took one um, in the afternoon and within about an hour all my symptoms are completely gone I had a blocked up nose my face was rashy and my face immediately stopped itching within the hour uh, my nose stopped running and I've like this summer when you see me I haven't been bad at all how weird so so the side effects of the tablets are are helping you it's not even the the core purpose of those tablets it's the side effect yeah it's basically they do prescribe them I, I googled it and they are quite often prescribed as antihistamines now so but it's just a weird thing where the, on the packaging it, it's it says they're called Somonex and it's a picture of like a pillow with like the moon and like the disease next to it so people are sleeping so the annoying thing is it affects Fenady and I could get um I managed to uh, on the prescription once I wrote two packs and so I got two months worth for the paying a prescription of one and I had that for years and it was great but with Somonex one pack is only 16 pills so to get two packs is a month so, and I can't put four packs on there because that's just ridiculous because they will not give me four packs for a month. They're like, what are you doing? But the other one, it was all right. But no, not the same. And the annoying thing is that now, because my my allergies have got so much better, so I, I have that I have that face cream I have to put on and the... the uh, yes, your daily cream. That's fun. And the uh, the steroid I'm going to have to put on occasionally. I, I don't... And I have an inhaler that I very rarely need anymore. And it's just like, what... You can get this thing, which is the it's the NHS. It's like if you have a certain amount, you spend a certain amount of prescriptions a year, you just pay like a flat fee of like 108 quid or 120 quid or something. And then it's just essentially infinite prescriptions. You have to pay any more for them. They're uh, called pre- prepayment, uh, prepayment cards. And I had that for a while. And now I'm like just under it where it's just like it costs, if I have that, it will cost me like 10 or 15 quid more than if I didn't have that. So I have to keep going and getting prescriptions and paying each thing monthly rather than just... Well, I used to be able to do just have a card and have infinite, infinite prescriptions. Became a drug baron, start making my own uh, legal highs. Hmm. Legal, I wouldn't say legal highs. What well, highs think, are they? Well, I think was I thinking in, in between us. I don't really know about mixing pharmaceuticals and getting yourself mullered on them. <clears> cause, <laughs> you can take advice from the in between. Quite, 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 I've never done it. Was it it's like cough syrup 
was cough syrup, red wine, wine and sleeping pills. Ribena, oh, Ribena, yeah. I think it was Ribena, red wine, sleeping pills, and cough syrup. I think it was those something things. like that. Yeah. Some. Well, they they're all legal, aren't they? Yeah, but I, d- I don't <laughs> think the high is very good. I wouldn't it's know. just a bunch of sleeping pills. Without well, he did look like a proper state. I know it's over over dramatized for hum- humor purposes, but he didn't look didn't look in a good way, did he? He he didn't. No one watched that episode of In Between is where Neil gets fucked and goes, you know what? That looks like fun. He's like <laughs> I drool- want to do that. <laughs> he's like drooling and going all crazy. Well, here's a question: Can you remember the time you got the most drunk? Like ri- like ridiculous. Like like oh, do you ever do God. anything stupid or anything like that? Uh. I'd say it's not really that stupid, but it made me throw up. You uh, suck a dude's dick. Oh, huh? Did you suck a dude's dick? Uh, that wasn't the worst time, but yeah. <laughs> no, I I went to a house party once. Yeah, I would have been eighteen, nineteen. Okay, one of the two, and it was just well, one the of the house notes. party. Stop, go- stop going from our parents have managed to get us some vodka too. We're old enough, we can be adults. And then everyone just goes overboard for like two years. My parents never got me alcohol. I used to just really get my f- older friends to get it. Oh, my parents they get like a bottle of cider or something or a pack of four red stripe and my- they go sit in a park. <laughs> <laughs> my parents used to, uh, they'd say, because like, they, <clears throat> with Kieran and Reese when we were four, oh no, it was, I think it was probably about 15. It was like 14 I drank a bit, but it was like 15, 16. And I think it was around 16 that my parents were like well, I know you're going to be drinking anyway so we'll buy you stuff but when I used to go with like Kier- we used to go with like Kieran uh, and Reese, and they'd be like okay well you're going to be sharing with them clearly so you can have this one bottle of vodka and nothing else or this one bottle of shots and WKD I don't think I ever got WKD um I remember drinking it before. I, I used to use it. Do you remember when I used to make those cocktails? I used to mix them. Uh, back. Oh, your terrible cocktails. Fuck you. They, they taste horrendous. Well, I want to clarify. One in three tasted amazing. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's not good statistics. I didn't try. The problem was, was that I'd make a good one and then I'd get considerably more drunk throughout the evening and less and less bothered to make cocktails. But I have an ego problem. So people asking me to make cocktails gave me some sort of gratification. So as I get more drunk throughout the evening, I make them stronger and stronger. And then I'd run out of things. So I have to substitute yeah. random other shit with you'd it. You'd get to the point where you'd get, get a pint glass and put three quarters vodka <laughs> and a quarter water. <laughs> so, sorry, I've run out of mixers. Here, have this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I quite did that bad, but I remember putting much too much absinthe in one of my concoctions once. Oh, I remember that. That was awful, wasn't it? And we were yeah, like, because it was only... Was that... There wasn't that was much only, absinthe. I think it was only you, me, and Dom I think it was Dom. It. Yeah, because that's when Dom was puking in my toilet. That's when Dom always says, at the old house, um, he, <laughs> he always says that he became very well acquainted with the toilet in that house because he wouldn't have cocktails anymore because of me. Because yeah. for like two years, he just kept going to house parties. I'd just always be making cocktails. And either I'd make them so bad, they're just shit. Or when they're amazing, because I did make some really good ones quite a few times. But the problem was when they're amazing, they're still really strong. So what happens is you go, this is fucking amazing. You can't even taste the booze. So you're drinking it and, <laughs> and you're getting really mullered. But it doesn't taste like you get mullered. And then you fast forward like four hours, you're like... Oh god! <laughs> also, you normally sat down like in the old house. We had quite a big lounge, so everyone was quite sat down quite a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of room for everyone. Yeah, so you kind of sit down, you're just drinking all night, and then what happens is just like <laughs> it gets worse and worse, and then you stand up like oh, I need to go for a piss, and you stand up, all the booze hits you like oh god. <laughs> oh, I just god. want to say that when Mike says cocktails, he doesn't mean like a fancy martini glass with an umbrella in it he means just a pint glass with shit poured into it to be uh, that is a cocktail well i used to because what used to happen was i used to make myself like screwdrivers or stuff which you know vodka and orange juice and then i did for a while have orange and like tropical juice because like the, the citrus of like lemon and orange and those sorts of things they cover up the taste of alcohol 
quite well. Um, <clears throat> so I used to make them, and then I can't remember. I think someone just had we. I think at one point it must have been before we moved out. I, I think it was back at, when I was living with um, Mum and stuff. <clears throat> it was. It must have been. I think Dad died when I was nineteen. So yeah, it must have been. It was before Dad died. There was when Mum and Dad were um, when I was living at Mum and Dad's, and um, we'd have parties, and obviously when we were just under eighteen and stuff, we wouldn't have a huge amount of alcohol. So we just kind of get everything we could, and sometimes it would be like. We'd have like vodka, like three half bottles of WKD, um, orange juice, tropical juice, uh, like tequila, and gin or something. I'd always bring the Jack Daniels. You would, yeah. But you can't mix with whiskey. You can't mix that with almost anything. Mix it with apple juice if you haven't. Really? I don't think you ever have, have you? I don't know. Oh, so good with apple juice. I like Southern Comfort and cream soda. Do you know, I don't like Southern Comfort anymore. I used to drink it all the time. We like, all used to around, drink it. Yeah, around That's probably 17, the 18. Yeah. And I don't like it anymore. It was about two or three years where I was just drinking almost nothing but Southern Comfort. <clears throat> I mean, we used to go to... Justin's. Ju- yeah, we used to go yeah. to Justin's and we'd get a bottle of Southern Comfort and we'd basically all down a bit each to, to lower the content of the <laughs> bottle yeah. and then fill the bottle up with a bit of lemonade <laughs> and then just pass it around. Oh, those were the days. You can't do that anymore. I suppose I probably could. I get tired at like eight o'clock. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Are you already twenty? Have you been twenty-three for a month? <laughs> it's yeah, it's just over a month. I've been twenty-three now. Yeah, well, no, it's September, isn't it? It's September. Today, today's the nineteenth. Oh, is it? Oh Christ! No, eighteenth. Yeah, it's the eighteenth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just been over a month. Sorry. Yeah, my brain gone. Um, wow, sorry. Over halfway through September. That's good. Get my pay paycheck in a couple of weeks. First time new job. What I day. can't wait till payday. Yeah, well, I can't wait because I was unemployed for like seven or eight weeks, didn't I? <laughs> well, I had a lovely time off. I learned to sew. I started a podcast. You learned to sew. I did. Jill taught me. <laughs> I know? I already. I genuinely know how to sew. That's because you're not like I am. You're not just pathetic. <laughs> I, I, I'm an independent man. I was going to say you're an independent, strong woman who don't need no, no man. I'm a strong man. Yeah. Well, I, I just didn't know how to sew. That reminds me, actually, I've got my uh, the shirt I wore to work today, actually, has a hole just above the pocket, and I only realised when I left the house. That was quite <laughs> annoying. I need to sew that up as You're well. going to relish in the fact that you can sew that now? I'm really happy. Like, I've been wanting to sew for ages. I mean, it's a good skill to know. Oh, oh it's yeah. a skill. I suppose it is, it a, is skill. a skill. Well, yeah. you know, I think, like, if you get a big, like, the, the coat I always wear that's about <laughs> seven years old. Is um, this the bullet from a Valentine one? No, 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 that's a hoodie. I think I gave that to my ex, actually, I think. Oh. Yeah, I think she's still got it. Yeah. Give it back. Give it back now. No, I don't care. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah, I gave it to her. We still chat and stuff. And I was just like, you can have it. I don't care. It's so so old and so fucked. It's just like... I and women seem to... It seems to be women maybe just that I date seem to only ever have one hoodie to themselves. And they just steal my hoodies fucking constantly. I had to buy, like... If I was never in a relationship, I'd only have three hoodies. And they'd probably be the same three hoodies I've had since I was like 14. Because that bullet one I've had since I was 15. That's almost 10 years. That's one where it's yeah, like you've known it since I you've had it since I've known you. Yeah, well, it's, it's that hoodie that it's like it's so old it used to be black and now it's like light brown because or dark brown because it's like it's gross. <laughs> it's it's a clean hoodie. It's just fucked and all that the, the sleeves are all torn apart and ripped and stuff. Are you going to save it? Love wore the color away. <laughs> no, I'd even think of that. <laughs> That's good though. That's nice. Um, excuse me. No, but it's um, it's about hoodies and um, giving hoodies away to women. Yeah, it seems like. I've given at least two women I've dated own one of my hoodies. I did give one of them. I think I gave, I think I gave my second girlfriend long term. I'm not trying to say names, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I think I gave her 
an Avenged Sevenfold hoodie that I just flat out just didn't want. I just wore it and I wasn't very comfortable. And Take she was away. Well, I wore it wasn't very comfortable and she always wore it and loved it and I was like, fucking have it then. <laughs> I don't want it. To be honest, I don't think it's anything to do with the relationship. I, I think I've given like two hoodies to girls that I haven't been dating. Have you slept with them though? No. What are you playing out there, man? Well, I, <laughs> I like to think I'm a nice person, Mike. Ooh. If I'm out with people Never. and say I'm out with, whether it be a guy or a girl, yeah. and they say I'm cold, I'll offer them my jacket. Oh, I do that all the time. I, I offer... And I've given them my jacket and they just haven't given it back. Hmm. I, I had a, a disturbed hoodie. Yeah. And it was like my, not, not now, I don't care, but at the time it was like my favourite thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I reluctantly lent it to a girl because I was like I don't think I'm going to get this hoodie back <laughs> and I never got it back it's probably in the bin I think Reese gave uh, a girl that um, I wouldn't say they were seeing each other but I think she was kind of interested in him this was years ago now I think it was about four or five maybe longer than that maybe six, like... seven, eight I'm trying to think it, it was around college I think so it must be about four to five years ago I believe about five years ago probably. and he, he just he went over a girl's house and he lent her a, a top or something that she really liked and then she just kept it <laughs> and he asked for it back and she's like nah <laughs> okay <laughs> and it's like I would have burnt that house down burned that bitch down <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> my hoodie I'm trying to think there was something in my I can't remember what it was but there was either a top or a hoodie or something that I, I gave to a girl and then I think, it, I think we broke up or something and then I really wanted it back, but I just didn't want to talk to her again. So I was like, well, you can have it. And that haunts you every night now. No. I want that hoodie. No, the haunting existential dread. I've got enough of that. I don't need a hoodie to warn me. Oh, I know you've got enough of that, Mike. That, that edgy existential dread that everyone's always talking about. It reminds me more like existential dread light. It's kind of like, it doesn't get me down all the time. It's like occasionally, you know, it's just the odd sprinkling of it, you know. Okay, every day. sprinkling. Every day is like a sprinkling of depression, but not like actually depressed. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of like, that's like existential dread light. L-I-T-E, not L-I-G-H-T. Like a, a soft spread. I was thinking more of like a soft drink, you know, like Coca-Cola light, oh, Sprite, like zero. It's not quite zero, because if it was like existential dread zero. <laughs> it would be depression free. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, No, I don't think anyone's depression free, to be honest. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's the thing about <clears throat> those sorts of things. Oh man, my throat is going so bad. It's funny because I don't even smoke as much as you, and you never have as much of a bad throat as me. I always have a bad throat. I'm like always coughing. Do you, do you know how hard it is for me to stifle the coughs at the moment? What? Just well, well, the podcast. Yeah. Do you normally cough quite a lot when you're with me? <laughs> you don't know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Then I'm, it must be just one of those things that you just kind of like. Uh, I'm quite good at stifling coughs because I thought you were stifling children or something. <laughs> Why would I say children? <laughs> I don't know. Just when I, thought, just when I think of stifling something, I just think of the most ridiculous thing. I mean, we haven't found them yet, so. <laughs> All right then, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's not. Let's not talk about stifling children. Because I brought it up, to be fair. But, um, it's your fault. Yeah, you need to watch it, mate. You know what? Yeah, everyone keeps telling me to, but watch I, it. To be honest, I I think I read like half of the book. That's not the same. I didn't read the book ages ago, and I haven't seen the original movie. Nor have I. And I, don't know. See, I wasn't fussed about it. I didn't think it was going to be very good. This is a very unpopular opinion, but I don't really like horror Black movies. <laughs> I thought you were saying it just says unpopular opinion. I want to clarify, I'm joking. <laughs> like, Dude! I'm making Bradley seem to be a, a racist child stifler. I want to. I, no, you're making yourself look like that, Mike. That is kind of true. No, I'm. I'm obviously completely joking. Like 100. I just thought I was going to say. I know you are. So I'm stupid. Um, but yeah, but, you say about it. You don't like yeah, children. 
No, no, I don't really like horror movies. Oh. I don't like children either. But, <laughs> but I know no. you don't like children, that's why I said it. No, I'm not massive on horror movies. I, I don't hate horror movies, mm. but I just find that most horror movies I watch don't entertain me, and they yeah. don't scare me. And another thing, I I don't find enjoyment out of being made to jump. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if it's a horror movie where it's genuinely like... It's scary, and you kind of feel like, "Ooh, I'm on the edge of my seat." It's scary. Yeah, that that's good. But if it's just ah, and then you're like, "Ah, shit!" Now my heart's beating fast. I don't think that's fun. Yeah, well, it's, you gotta have the right thing. Have you seen Women in Black? I haven't. No. Okay, that's really good. That that's got it's got it's got tasteful jump scares, but the whole feeling <laughs> yeah. of it is isolation because it's just Daniel Radcliffe. That was the first one I saw him in after Harry Potter, and I was like, "Oh, this guy can actually really well act." And it's only obviously a twelve A, so it's not like a gore fest or anything. It's just a really well made movie. It's about isolation. It's not like it's not those movies where there's a haunted house. I'm gonna go into it for no reason and then get killed. It's like the I'm not gonna ruin the plot or yeah, anything. The but plots there's actual sometimes terrible. Yeah, that's it's reason. And with it I found that there was the odd time, but most of the time you didn't get that thing where the children were just being retarded. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they're just like Hmm. I just watched someone go in that room and blood splat out and screaming why not just wander in there with no weapons and just hope for the best and then the door locks behind them and then they die and it's like oh I mean psychological horrors if pulled off well Mm. are usually really good we've seen Don't Breathe I haven't (laughs) I can't even try this you need to watch Don't Breathe that's a cool movie that's that's made by Sam Raimi made the Evil Dead films and uh, the Spider-Man trilogy well no actually I think no let me no it's not that's a lie I think to me I think it's produced by him but I know it's directed by the person who directed the new Evil Dead, the the, the reboot yeah. of the Evil Dead, and that film's amazing. Um, but it, I found it's got one of the kids from Stranger Things in it. Um, it's got, is it Duncan? No, it's not Duncan. Oh. I can't remember all their names, and I said it, I think I might have said it in the last podcast, and if I did, I may have upset some people. But there's the four kids, isn't there? There's the yeah. girl, the kid with the missing teeth, and then there's two other kids. And one of them's black, yeah, and a, one of them's white. And it, it's just like, I can't remember either of their names. I forgot the girl's name. Eleven. L, it says, yeah. Yeah, it's L. So there's a girl, a guy with a Dun- gap in his teeth. Is it Duncan? It's either Duncan or Dustin. Dust. I think it's Dustin. Okay. It's been... So I say it's been so long since I watched it. It hasn't actually been that long. It's been about a year. Because the, well, the new one's coming out next month. Jesus. It's September, isn't it? Damn. I can't, didn't realise it had been that long. Yeah, yeah, it's... Unless maybe I think no, I think we watched them later than everyone else. I think we watched them like January. Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's true. Yeah, but it's been almost a year. But I'm gonna look them up. I feel really bad because it uh, people get really funny <clears throat> if you identify someone. If there's like you know four people who are there's nothing different about any of them. But if one of them's got a different skin color and then you identify them by that skin color, it's like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just it's one of the things. Like if someone's wearing a blue shirt, if if there's three dude, if there's four dudes and one's wearing a blue shirt and the other three are wearing red shirts. You say, okay, he's wearing a, the, the one wearing a blue shirt. That's kind of How like... How dare you? It's so hard. It's also so hard to not like... You know, I don't like pussyfooting around subjects. But it's like, I never want to... I don't want anyone to be offended because they think I'm either uh, chauvinistic, racist, or homophobic, or transphobic. You know? It's like, if you think I'm an asshole because of me being an asshole, that's fine. But don't think I'm an asshole for the wrong reasons, you know? Yeah. If you, if you think I'm an asshole because you think I'm over, over-opinionated, I'm too up myself, and I'm, you know, something like that, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons people can hate me. That's fine. But if people hate me because they think I'm racist, it's like, no, but I'm not. It's like, at all. It's, like, it's not racism, no. It, I'm, I'm obviously not racist. I'm not homophobic. And if you hate me for those reasons, then you're wrong. But I'm just I, I mean, I don't want to get into the conversation of racism and stuff because it's... It could go on forever, but... It's a very I, delicate it, subject. It's something I, I don't understand is how people now can be racist. 
And that's the end of part one. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Part two will be released next week. And after Bradley says, I don't want to get into it, we're talking about racism, we then proceed to talk about racism for a few minutes. Um, so, yeah, there's that to look forward to. And as I said in the intro, um, we spoke about racism, um, moral questions such as uh, would you rather kill eight puppies or have to kill and eat your best friend? I know, crazy. Um, Roger the buff kangaroo, um, plum bumble crumbles and stupid other things, you know. As I said, if you liked this one, then you'll probably like the next one. And I was right at the end of the next one, I was just crying with laughter. Um, so yeah, it's just a great fun chat, really. As I said at the start, make sure you follow us on the social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and I'll talk to you guys next week.